Um, Jason Whitlock. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jason Whitlock. Whitlock says what they're doing at FS1 is failure. People want to see authentic media. Pat McAfee's show works for YouTube, not necessarily BSPN because. You know, he, him and the boys, he got his shirt off. It's him. People buy him. Where Undisputed is dated, you know, he's not making rap beats with Wheezy, right? Is there any truth that content that doesn't have authenticity is commercialized and nobody wants to watch it? I mean, I feel like it's a. Everybody got a, a place for what they like. Y'all welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is because it's the CVMK Show. The CVMK Show. That's why you have to subscribe at YouTube at CVMK. Like, we always do something cool. We review a lot of different topics. Sports being a mainstay. But sports is not just one thing. Sports is life. Like, ball is life. Sports is life. And there have been a lot of iconic, a lot of iconic sports movies. So on this show, we're going to review the greatest sports movie of all time. Of all time. Can you guess what it is? Remember the Titans starring Denzel Washington. So I brought back a friend, aka Steve Sims himself, Steve-O Speaks. So we can review how great this movie is and why every other sports movie has not lived up to the effect of this movie. We'll be back after this quick break. Devo, what it is, man? What's the word, man? We are here in full effect. <laughs> This is what we do, man. It's a Saturday. I'm on my Pat McAfee. He can show the arms. I'm going to show the arms, too. He's not the only one in the gym, you know. <laughs> we want to show the nipples. We can go there. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, I want to talk about the greatest sports movie of all time. There's a lot of sports movies. Above the Rim, which I thought about doing. Because I saw a clip, you know, with Tupac and Shep, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You have White Man Can't Jump. Another great one. You have Airbud. Not so great. David like Beckham. <laughs> Airbud. You have Ali. You have George. And the list goes on and on and on. But there's only been one sports movie that's ever been Oscar worthy, and that is Remember the Titans. Steven, first question to you is Remember the Titans, the greatest sports movie ever? Uh, it's definitely in my top three. 
Like you could argue they could be number one. Um, it's not too many uh, movies, especially in the sports genre, that hit as much as in the chest as much as that. It dealt with not just only just football, which I think is why one of the reasons why it's so great. Yeah, it's just it, it, it taught you not only the discipline about football is authentic. It was very authentic on the football side, sports side, but it also taught you friendship, how to build chemistry with players or people that you're not always going to be in the same realm of life of you. It teaches a, a moral compass. It teaches you a discipline. It teaches you just a, 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 a seeing the community come together, just seeing the team on this common goal. Right. Teaches you uh, how you get gotta be take life precious. Never know what's gonna happen next. It teaches you a lot of things, which is what makes movies so great. And um, it's a lot of sports movies out here. It's a lot of football movies out here, but not too many can say they rival that movie. Not at all. Not at all. I think too, it starts with the cast. Oh yeah, the cast, everything. Obviously, Denzel, the goat himself. Will Patton as Coach Bill Yost, Woody Harris as Julius Campbell, Ryan Hurst as Jerry Bertier, Donald Faison. But you know what's wild in this movie? The backup cast had Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize that's Ryan Gosling, right? Mm-hmm. That's how great the movie is when you can put a star now and you play, you know, third tier character right so i mean i think it starts there i think it hits on a lot of truths obviously it's a cultural piece a time piece dealing with a lot of uh cultural differences and indifferences in the early 70s in the south mm-hmm. and in the night you know in the united states and dealing with that complexity uh and how this team became a focal point for people to rally around right so i'm gonna share Cause this is one of my favorite clips, and I'm gonna re- we're gonna review this. Not I'm gonna review this, but we're gonna review it. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts, and then you will run a mile. Perfection. go to work can you even coach like that anymore yeah you think so yeah you still got your like dan campbells and people yes. like that in the league like you still got it like don't get me wrong you still got some owners that's <laughs> such as the chicago bears that probably don't like the coaching like that but um you know, they still try to um, weed out some of the old people because, you know, some of the old guys can't go a little bit overboard. Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, you know, regardless of the fact, it's just too many people that been indoctrinated in the old school, so it, it would never leave them. So it's just a, um, it's a, you 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 still see it's not as much, but you still see very few Mike Tomlins and people of the world that can give you a speech of that nature. Coaching matters, right? Especially in football. Especially in football because it's a team sport, and no one person can wheel themselves across, you know, nope. the other eleven, right? So 
I totally agree. I think you have the Mike Thomas. I think there's a lot of great coaches, and I think there's some not so great coaches. And everybody has a different style of leadership. Right, right. Like like Everflows from the Bears, um, or or some people are saying Billy Donovan. Oh, definitely. On the Chicago Bulls. Definitely. But then you have coaches that make lasting impacts. You know, as you hear the sirens, because this is Chicago. It wouldn't be Chicago if you didn't hear sirens. Uh, make lasting impacts on teams like Harbaugh. I can never pronounce his name. Is it John? Harbaugh? 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 Harbaugh. 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 Don't say it. You see, I think it's that the G and the H that's messing with you. Yeah. Just imagine ball. It's Harbaugh. It's like Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah, perfect. Harbaugh. <laughs> I don't even sorry. Right. You got to think ball at the end, but it's not spelled that way. Like Harbaugh. Yeah, perfect. Or John. Coach John. Uh, John, you know, John, John Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> they won a day. Ended up beating Maryland. Is this a you guys got it wrong move? I mean, obviously you want your team to win, but, you know. Wrong as in as in the suspension. I mean, if you if you if you if you got caught, you got caught. But at the end of the day, like they trying to make this big old thing, like bro, everybody cheats. Like, everybody cheats. Like it's really what it is. Everybody cheats. Um, if you, it's up to you to be able to. As a coach, you should be able to have different ways to communicate plays. In order for it not be that easy for somebody to just look, go to a game and look and see what it is. But then again, it still shouldn't matter because if you know how to coach, you should be able to know how to win in any phase of the game. True enough. True enough. Everybody. Yeah, the suspension just you, 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 when you just when it just flat out in your face. Sometimes and when especially when it's a business, you just got to give them something. That was something. Just shut up. We gave him the, the suspension. Shut up. That was what that was. That's true. That's true. Everybody, everybody cheats, man. Look, everybody. everybody what Eddie Guerrero say? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's true. I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I totally agree. I think if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Um, from steroids to whatever, that might be controversial, but uh, I mean, well, see. <laughs> When it, when you start talking about steroids, that's a little different. Cause that then that's that's people' livelihood, and then one wrong hit, and then you know you know that's that's different. When it comes to just like spilling signs, spilling signs is like like low grade, <laughs> low grade G. <laughs> yeah, like like even though I had a problem with the Astros because it, it was just the way they was doing it as. Like, oh, really? they were, like they was taking the test. They was like, bro, hey, uh, bro, I literally broke. I broke it down before everything because I used to, we was in a series with him, and I was like, why every time I keep hearing a noise every before a pitch, and every time they did it, the buzz had a crazy hit. Every time I was just sitting there like, hold on, mom, be quiet. Cause me and my mom watch the games. Yeah. She's soccer, so I'm be quiet, mom. You see him. Bro, they they was doing it like back in uh back in school. And they'd be like, if the answer is A, you know, knock on the thing. Yeah, I go to dance twice on the road. I even the back. Somebody was in the back breaker garbage class, and somebody was just with a back. Boom, boom, boom. That's a strike. <laughs> That's a strike too. Uh, 
But my thing is, it's like, okay, that's that. Like, if you want to compare the two, he going to game doing his old due diligence and be like, okay, they doing such and such and such as that. To me, if he if he can sit there, like, like I'm pretty sure it's some rules that you just can't go to other teams and watch what they're doing. But if it's that easy, that's your fault. Versus the mugs had a camera. Like now you just that's that's I right, now nah, you going over the you use the technology and stuff that's cheating that's cheating you cheating, cheating at that point. That's a cheating right, cheating. Man. That's like tier two cheating, tier three cheating. Oh my gosh! If you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> that is wild. Right. But we'll be back. Uh, quick word for our sponsors. I want to get into uh, the attitude because I think there's been a shift in attitudes with players, and sports is about to get a whole lot better. Quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. Oh, www.cbmkglobal.store. I'm telling you, you miss it. Get the way. You see, you're like, what are you drinking on, man? I had the way in the cup. Just got done working out. I was just here today. Had to recover. You know, I put the way in the cup, superpower in the cup before, and between superpower and the way, you know. That's how you get there. www.cvmkglobal.store. Use code CVMK for 20% off. Anyway, so look. Attitude is everything. Attitude determines altitude. That's what they say. I do believe it. Uh, and I think that sports is about to get more competitive. I like where, where he says to Bertier. Tell your buddies to block for the quarterback because they're not blocking either. And then he says, attitude reflects leadership. Here's what I mean. Joe Burrow is playing. He was injured before the game. This video of him in a soft cast goes out there and still gives it his all. Bam. On a throw, he gets, he didn't really get hit. It was kind of like a... He didn't get hit at all. He didn't get hit at all. It was just like a tendon... It snapped. It snapped, right? You see him on the sideline driving, tries to go back out there. But just that makes us like, yes, that's what we want to see from my athletes. The NBA in-season tournament has been pure gold. I talked with uh, Mark McGuire, you know, Pistons legends, Dallas Mavericks legend, the greatest Dallas Maverick to ever play the game. Uh, I mean, you might already say Dirk and Whiskey, but I mean, stop hating. Stop hating. I mean, one guy statue. I'm just saying. One, one. Mark Cuban was the owner, and they put a team around, and LeBron didn't play the way LeBron. I've been to the finals twice. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Dirk. Man, the NBA in season tournament. He is really entertaining. He's really competitive. He's like, I think the NBA has figured it out. They put money behind what they wanted to accomplish. That was the incentive. People want to see competition. I said the suspension for Draymond was too severe, not because I advocate violence. It's because I don't advocate violence. I advocate competition. 
it was the perfect example of when people compete, when people are going at it, sometimes out of emotions, actions arise that don't necessarily reflect who they are as a person. But it is pure joy to the viewer. Have we entered into an era where sports will be competitive again? I don't know because they keep finding ways to make it less and less competitive. Because they just keep like even then, like you, just, you see that they suspended them with, with the quickness. Like, like I, I don't like to be the one to bring up the nineties, but in the nineties, this is just an altercation. Like, okay, can play basketball now. <laughs> like, ain't no, you gotta go, you gotta go. Tech, tech, tech. Like y'all probably both getting texted about it. But now, um, I mean. I feel like it just depends on the mindset of the players. I think you're starting to get an influx of young players and that's and other players that's just as aggressive as the players of old. And um that's really I feel like is the swing of things. Yeah, you added the money aspect, which we all know. If you add some money to the, the some of these players, that's we I forget who it was. I think it was Jabari. Jabari already came out and said that half of this NBA don't really love basketball like that. They're doing it for a check. Right. So and it's and the result is showing. The first time we see the most altercation in one day was a preseason game, a week or time of the week. Right. And hey, if, and that's what I like to see. I like to see confrontations because it's needed. That means it show me that you care. I, I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people that likes all the high fives and everything, especially when you're losing or it's in the middle of the game. You shouldn't be high fiving or smiling about nothing. You in the middle of the game, high five and smile when the when that buzzer go off. But until then, y'all in the battlefield, y'all between the lines. I don't want to see that. And I feel like, especially in basketball, you might can you can start getting it if they stop disciplining them so heavily on that side. Like in football, it's always gonna be right there because all it takes is one hit that you don't like, and you be like, all right, you you, you ain't gotta do that. Right. And, and that's always gonna be a competition. With basketball, it's just like it. Sometimes you see it took a, a game to cause that a, ga- a game they had a previous night to cause that, and that was to spark the competition. So um, if, if you just chill on trying to discipline them so much because y'all got this malice in this palace, dog, that happened 15 years ago, and that was y'all fault because you decided to only have two cops in the whole building. That was your fault. You really think that was? Do you really think the malice in the palace was the organization's fault? It was the NBA fault. There was no way in Detroit, Michigan, or where they weren't even in Detroit, Michigan at that right. time. Right, and ain't no way in in any state, any NBA. I'm having two cops in a stadium. I don't. You crazy? You are crazy. Two versus what? How many is in a uh, twenty five thousand people? Right. You definitely need more people than that because soon, if you would have had, let's say, six to ten, soon that mug would have got. As soon as they saw the rowdiness, they would be like, "All right, y'all need to back up. Hold on, time out, stop the game, because I could feel like something about to happen." Somebody These two mugs didn't have; they they couldn't control no whole stadium full of people, right? And either once he once that one bit took off, it was over. Souls, if uh, if you had more, because I'm pretty sure if once they seen that first cop going and got that per- first dude out there, it wouldn't been all them other people throwing beers. I think it was a perfect storm uh, situation that could have been avoided, but 
there needed to be more attention toward all the elements, right? And and I do mean all the elements. Uh, and they did not get ahead of it, and it got ahead of them, mm-hmm. and it spiraled out of control. Um, which is just the truth. It just it is what it is. It, it spiraled out of control. Gilbert Arena says this. Today's NBA is better. The 90s basketball players had no offensive game. They couldn't, you know, pull up. He said every team had one and a half scores. Everybody else was a defensive player. He said, but if you look at it, nobody was stopping anybody from scoring. It was just hard fouls. Is Gilbert Arenas correct when he says today's NBA is better than the 90s? I won't say it's better. I say it's more entertaining because there's way more entertaining players and there's way more like it's way more access to watch other people's games and stuff like that. Yeah. But like to me it was way more competitive compared to today's game. Like it don't get competitive to the playoffs. Like I see playoff basketball like even growing up in my time period, I think everything kind of switched after the 2011 season. You were still seeing games ended at 80 and 90 points. Because they played defense, because they was playing for real. And it's all because they switched it. Now these whole new dudes coming in talking about, well, I don't want to get hurt, so I ain't finna play with all my all during the regular season. I'm gonna try to do it all and try to give my all in the play in the playoffs. And to be honest with you, like, yeah, we've seen a couple few good playoffs over the past or finals or whatever you want to say over the past few years, but compared to the nineties and early two thousands, like they was to me those was just a little bit more memorable. Like I remember the Heats and the San Antonio's in the twenty tens. Like after that, I don't. I didn't too much care about watching LeBron and Steph after what. Even though we did in that two thousand what seventeen, that was crazy. Right. That finals, that was crazy. But after that, it was just like eh, it's, everything else was cool. Mm, mm. Okay, so the competitiveness of the competitive nature of the NBA took a backseat. But the skill arose. The skill arose. Yeah, it took a backseat after 2010, but the skill dramatically increased because different training styles, uh, a broader game. I mean, Gilbert brought up that they actually had to move the three-point line closer, which I did not know for MJ. So that is, <laughs> it was at 24 feet. They moved it to 22 feet. I did not know that. No, give it OJBJ fan that much fuel. No, anyway, so, mm-hmm. um, but I will admit the technique, the fundamentals, the soundness of the game has improved to a point that it's no longer about, you know, having a 50 inch vertical. I, I argue technique. Okay, but it's no longer. Uh, yeah. Yes, you can't. It's not about athleticism, but the game was pretty. Mm-hmm. No, because think about it. Your most dominating players are great good athletes outside of lebron and Giannis, is steph curry a you know no okay um is kevin durant oh my god 50 inch vertical no no he's tall i don't know if that's athleticism as that is genetics uh but is he faster is he stronger does he jump higher no um so when you i I mean but still like Okay, you got your Lucas and all, but like you still got majority of the players in this league still use their athleticism more than their skill. To me, you think so? Like, yeah, because like 
there's very few people that utilize like the mid range like that. There's very few people that utilize the post range. Like there's very few people that oh I know that because I'm I am i am I gotta be like Cal Cole. I gotta be like Rip Hamilton. I'm gonna run around this screen because I know you ain't gonna be able to catch up with me. And by the time I hit this elbow, you gonna run into another screen. I'm gonna be wide open. Like nobody thinks like that. Like they just think like, okay, um, I know this move. This move should get me open. And if I get open, I'm gonna take that shot or I'm gonna rise up over them to make a layup. <laughs> That's the majority. Of it. And then you get, like you say, the best players got to understand both, how to use both. But I, I feel like, I mean, yeah, you got you got your, like, I feel like it's, to be honest, it might be similar. It might be not much different. Like, even then, like, I think that the skill has elevated because it's way more skillful now. You Like, you wasn't just getting that big old goofy center to be the number one pick and he's just down there doing drop steps all day. Right. Versus, like, a center now. All of them need to hit at least a 15-footer or you're not going to be an elite or you got to be a Andre Drummond who could get any rebound that he wants, or Stephen Adams of that for who just dumb strong and can move anybody out their way. Yeah. But besides that, yeah, the skill has gone up, but I still feel like it's something similar for for the most part. Let me throw a curveball. Um Jason Whitlock. Oh Lord. <laughs> Jason Whitlock. Whitlock says what they're doing at FS1 is failure. People want to see authentic media. Pat McAfee's show works for YouTube, not necessarily BSPN, because you know he him and the boys. He got shirt off. It's him. People buy him. Where Undisputed is dated. You know he's not making rap beats with Wheezy, right? Is there any truth that content that doesn't have authenticity? Is commercialized and nobody wants to watch it. I mean, I feel like it's a. Everybody got a, a place for what they like. I feel yeah. like some people like got that people that wants the authenticity, and then you just got that people that like the the the, the national media narrative. Like they just it's some people that like that, and then there's some people that just like the clicks and the clickbait and stuff like that. So. Um, it just depends on which com- which part of the spectrum, like which group of people that you want. Do you want the authentic people, like for people like that's around my network? We don't care if you hear everybody else because everybody else is just saying a narrative. We're gonna tell you the truth. We're not gonna. We're not saying no excuses. You ain't gonna come on me if you come to the NBA. If you come to Chicago Bears searches, we gonna say we suck. And don't sit here and question us as a fan base because we because we said we suck. We are honest. Yeah. And then you got and then we say them every time. We don't care if you like it or not. There's somebody else you can go to who's gonna talk nice about them every week. Go to them. That ain't us. And we're not mad if you decide to go. And, and we just understand that there's a place for everybody eat to eat. But you got those people, you got those people that want a regular media that's not all these new people, not all these new personalities that nobody's heard of unless you're watching YouTube. They want that, which is probably the older people that just grew up watching the old ESPNs, the old uh, FS1s, etc. And you got the people like me who don't mind seeing those people like that because they understand the access and the responsibility that their new media can have on this new modern day of me. 
But um, and but to me, at the same time, I grew up at the same time and in, in the same era where it was a mixture of both, so I could see both sides. So yeah. it's just your preference. It's is is avenue for eat anything that you want. Right, and that's why you got to be with the CBNK show because we authentic. We gonna tell you. Yeah, we, we, we gonna tell you Zach need to be a Laker. They're <laughs> gonna tell. They're gonna tell you. They're gonna tell you Zach, get out of Chicago, man. Get, get yourself a ring. Get with King James and do what you do. I gotta. I gotta play this. I want Billy Donovan as a Laker. We take Darvin. Oh, nah. we can trade coaches. No, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> I gotta play this clip because to me this is the worst sports movie of all time. But you gotta go to break first because I was watching this and I was like. If it wasn't for a certain somebody, nobody would ever watch this film. I think you know what I'm talking about. We'll be back after this. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower pre-workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. www.cbmkglobal.store. Get superpower. Get warrior thirst. Get it how you live, but get it today. You will not regret it. I got to share this because this, to me, is the worst sports movie of all time. I'm going to fast forward to the good stuff after this all right. All right. How are you doing this, man? It's only a game. Not to me. Come on. Way Martin. Leon. the ugliest jumper to this day. It is. Woody Harrelson. Come on. That is definitely a foul. Come on, you gotta be kidding. Well, here's a man's Many times he gonna keep doing a mid-range shot and nobody's gonna defend. Okay, this is why I gotta stop. That movie is bad. I mean, I get the premise. It was the 90s. Urban, you know, it was a lot of just junk and toxicity, but that is a terrible sports film. Leon playing Shep, and I'm a fan of Leon. Pac being the broker dude a U. That's being nice, the broker. The broker, that is being nice. You know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> fixing games, getting all the hood talent, you know, buying them, you know, all the wrong stuff. He was the NIL in a bad way. Um, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm, let's just be honest. 
Let's be honest. Above the realm. Was it was it terrible? I don't know. You know, you can't say I don't think. Like Pac, but I'm not disrespecting Pac. It was just a bad, it was a bad sports movie. Not a bad think, movie. A bad sports I movie. I don't think I ever watched that movie fully through. Just like it's hard to watch it. Yeah, like for one, like just that scene alone, like I just don't like the way they shot it. Like it was too fast. Like it was just too fast for like I don't know, like yeah, like you didn't get enough hoopers in this movie for real. Like you just got some dudes out the street to hoop, and it was it, it was evident. But um, yeah, like I never was a huge fan of Above the Rim like that. Like it was just I see what you were trying to do, but like it, it just didn't hit. It didn't hit. It, it, just it was didn't. bad. Only time my favorite part is when he Bernie Mac called him the picklehead mug, and I, I cried. <laughs> it, it was that bad. It was um, it was just a lot of ghetto ness. And I don't mean ghetto in a bad way. I mean just ghetto. Just to be uh, it was that way. It was just not. It was just not what's up. It wasn't Pac's strongest film. It wasn't poetic justice. Right? No, it, it wasn't, definitely wasn't. It was, uh, it was just, it was just, hey, Pac, you be, you know, Death Row Records on this film. And then, like, the basketball, like I said, you didn't get enough people that really hoop. I mean, the whole, just pull up mid range shots. Y'all just gonna keep leaving him open from 18 feet? You know, like, I just, I, I don't know. Why his shot always look like he was drifting to the right? Like, I don't know. It, it was bad, and it, it looked like he didn't really shoot before. I mean, it was like a. It was just like I don't know. It was just a lot of badness. He shoot like that one uncle that's gonna ask for every kid this Thanksgiving for the ball. Let me get one shot. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get one shot. Let me get one shot. Let me get one shot. Hit you with that Marcus. Hit you with that Marcus Canby. Yeah, like ah. They look like they tore their whole rotator cover looking trying to shoot. Oh my god. This uh, let me get uh, like, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Like why do you still why do you still why do you still shoot like that? And then uh, hold waiting for the ball, hide their hands like that, waiting for the ball to come. It's like why do you still shoot like that, sir? Like, <laughs> I know for I, I could tell every all of our uncles, I'd be like, let me see you shoot. Yeah, yeah. By that one shot, just they form. I'm be like, all your, all your tales was a lie. All oh, your tales was a lie. And I don't want to hear it. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So, 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 uh, true. I got. <laughs> I'm close with this because this right here, we're going into the holiday season. It would not be the holidays without um, a true holiday film. And think about it is, you know, you think of the holiday films, you think of Home Alone, you know, all the, you know, Miracle on 34th Street, all the nice family, you know, big house, you know, type stuff. But if you grew up in Chicago, and you had, I can't even say that. If you just like a little bit of ratchetness in your holiday season, there is one movie that makes the holidays hilarious. It is a cult classic. 
I already know. I already. I think I already know what it is. It's 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 it it has all the makings of why the holidays when we get together is spades and ignorance. And I gotta play this. We'll break it down and then we'll end. So, as I present to some, I'm sorry that movie. Oh, I might watch this tonight because I just need some. Good- I literally said the beep of him walking, Pinky walking in every Merry Christmas, every time. I said that to everybody. Like, like Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. This how we do it down to Pinkies, you know? <laughs> Pinkies, man. He's like, shut up, shut up. He was like, now you ain't got no gun. He said, but where the weed at? But where the weed at? He <laughs> said, shut up. Say something else. Hey, when they came in the room, he was like, Did hey, this your cousin Craig? Yeah, that's this your cousin. Then you yeah. fired. I said, What? He's like, Wrote you fired too. What you gonna fire me for? Shut up. He's then like, oh, I say, I'm shut. <laughs> hey. Oh my God, Steve-O, man, we're going to connect with you. <laughs> hey, follow me at Steve-O Speaks on Everyday NBA Central, Bear Central, all that. Y'all follow him and it goes down, man. Look, it wouldn't be the holidays without a certain level of ratchetness. You need some laugh for your life. You need some laugh for I'm being so watch. serious. You're right, stop being so serious. Go watch Friday After Next. Uh, it's not going to accomplish anything, but you're going to feel better about you. And if you want to keep seeing amazing content, you know what you got to do, YouTube at CBMK www.cvkglobal where it goes down best products best protein best pre-workouts best creatine best bcas best everything uh instagrams evmk underscore global it is what it is underscore show and cbmk 33 and until next time guys thanks if you think exercise alone got me looking like this well think again cvmk global super thick got me right i'm obsessed and yeah i won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places It's creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need super thick.